everybody! Welcome to the premiere, premiere, premiere episode of the Metal Inquisition podcast. Oh, what the fuck? She's not working. <laughs> How come this is not working? Dude, this is such a disappointment. Is it a box break? The so first, <laughs> the first five seconds of the podcast, and this is already not working. Considering this is like the tenth time we've attempted to do this, yeah, did your Bluetooth but... cut out? What the fuck was that? There you go. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I think I think you need a longer intro for that. <laughs> All right, like I said, this is the first episode of the Metal Inquisition uh, podcast. First oh. and last, all the way. I am your host, Dan Skullcrusher, and joining me today, David Christ Butcher. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> and Morris Gene Hogland's balls. There you go. So the three of us. And here's the situation, everybody. Uh, <laughs> in case, like, you know, there may be some people listening to this that have no idea what the fuck Middle Inquisition is or was. So people that may not know what the fuck, anything, whatever. Maybe I'll tell you later some long story about what the fuck this is all about. But basically, the Metal Inquisition was a, um, a blog, is a blog, years ago, very popular. And now this is like the reunion, you know, like when bands were really fucking popular up until the early 90s and then they break up and then they got back together in 2005. That's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, so this is our like sad attempt at a cash in. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're trying to cash in. Um, is, is that what this is? Yeah, the, the, you know, obviously yeah. podcasts are podcasts are so hot right now. Oh, well, they are. dude. Like, uh, all the, the kids, they just love them. They're they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're right. <laughs> So uh, basically, um, we have five. I mean, we have three out of the five original members of Metal Inquisition, correct? Well, actually, yes. it's a perfect reunion. There's never always, you know, all the original members. There's always like yeah, someone yeah. who's like too cool to do it now. Or somebody jumped in the front of a train. Or, oh no, wait, that was the dude from Halloween. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> So we thought that uh, it'd be fun for the first episode. And basically what we're going to do in, in, in the podcast from now on is just going to fucking talk metal. Like earlier while we were getting this whole thing together because fucking Morris doesn't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this we, is, uh, what, this is like the, the, the third attempt or fifth attempt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, it's like the seventh or eighth attempt. But, um, and, even, and even now had to go to the car to get something before this started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I was going to say that um, we thought that it'd be good for the first episode uh, to, do this thing, uh, to, to make it kind of a little bit organized to give, us a, to give ourselves a topic. So there is a, um, a thing going on on Facebook uh, a while ago. Where I like how this is now like three months ago, right? Uh, it was probably about three yeah, months it was, ago. It, it was completely, yeah, it was completely relevant at the time, and now it's like... Oh, yeah, exactly. It's completely it irrelevant like, now, because it was very relevant, of course. Like, like uh, everything else we do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, 
basically, the, the situation is this. People were supposed to um, write down their yes. top 10 uh, most influential records or favorite records or whatever records of their teenage years. I think it was most listened to. Was or it? whatever. Was it? Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't and, and I don't think... And this is this is truly how disorganized this is. I don't. Did we ever decide? Did we ever decide if it was just records that were influential or most listened to or whatever, or if it was metal records? Because well, clearly we didn't. Well, yeah. no, we did. We did not. But I mean, I think that it'd be funnier if it, they're not. Because if you come out and say like Phil Collins or something, or like, <laughs> then we get to make fun of you. This and is, I'm saying is, you, David, you. Yeah, is that a hypothetical you're throwing out because you have Phil Collins on your list? No, I would throw Menudo as a temperature. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm judging the temperature. Yeah. Will this will this float? If I say Phil Collins, am I going to get ridiculed, or is it okay? <laughs> or can I actually, re- or should I replace Phil Collins with dancing? That's right. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to love it up a you guys. Bit. You guys are going to love me talking about uh, how much I love Ace of Base. Oh boy. How much I still do. Now, listen, guys, here's the question. Here's the question. Do you guys want to do it as in like from 10 to 1, each one of us, or do we just go one record, one record, one record, one record? Do you honestly even remember all of them that you put down? Yes. Well, yeah. I, that's because I copied and pasted it. I do. Did you copy and paste all of mine too? Because I don't remember what I even put down. Oh, no. sweet Jesus. Look at that real quick, dude. <laughs> okay, while you look that up, Morris. I'm sure Did I can pick it up. I'm sure it's in your fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Where you keep everything else that you don't need. Oh All right. God. So look look at well, just eat, you can just each we can just each do one yeah. and like grow through. Yeah. Okay. Then David, you go for ah, shit. Well, I, I I want to preface this list by okay. saying that I'm glad Morris said Ace of Base, because I thought he was gonna say dog eat dog. <laughs> Ooh. I oh man, no man, I don't okay. get that dark. It's not gonna get that dark. Don't worry. No, no. Life of agony. <laughs> oh, oh hell yeah, oh, hell yeah. Oh, no, okay, no, listen though. Before David, you go first. But what? What are your teenage years? What years were they? Jesus, you're asking me to do math. That's like um. Well, your date of birth plus twelve. Oh, I don't know. So 1989 through... <laughs> 1989 through... 1995. Well, let's, let's use... I, I think I used in that list or whatever, my interpretation was I used graduation of high school. So... Yeah, I think I, did, I basically did my high school year. It was my... So, was, I think what I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so 89 through 95, I guess, like the things that... Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, had the most impact <laughs> or whatever. I mean, beyond just... Uh, you know, horseshit yeah. like uh, the the Columbia. You know, eight cassettes for a penny. Where I ended up with like you know a fucking starship yeah. and like Mister Mister. Yeah. Like this will be like you know <laughs> this will be take this will be broken wings. You know what? Whenever you're like eight, that that song's awesome. You know, Eye of the Tiger, I all that. Listen, shit. I still listen yeah? to it. There you go. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I I did I did high school years really because you know I know Dan is super cool and he was you know listening to Impa when he was nine you know when I was in when I was in middle school I was like you know that's when I first found music that wasn't just like shit on you know MTV yeah. or whatever you know and I mean like, you know the first cassette I ever bought with my own money was Ugly Kid Joe I mean come on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
Exactly. Well, the first thing I ever bought with my own money was Kiss Unmasked. I can't fuck with that. Really? Yeah. What did I buy? Oh, I think it was, I think, I know what it was. It was Weird Al Yankovic, Dare to be Stupid. (laughs) That was the first first cassette. And then the second cassette was, the second cassette was uh, Weird Al in 3D. Because obviously, oh, like, yeah. I think I was like seven or something, and I think, uh, oh, I know, not think, but like, uh, there was a, I, I could get on AM radio, I could get Dr. Demento, and so, oh, like, Jesus. he would, like, you know, play, like, Weird Al yeah. and, like, all this other shit, and, like, uh, you know, whenever you're, like, seven or eight, like, jokes like that, you know, just, like, crap humor, humor or parody yeah. or whatever is funny. So. Oh, my God, you listened to Dr. Demento when he was actually, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, makes you sound real old. And now yeah. he's dead. So there you now go. Now he's dead. Aww. dead. Well, oh, there's so. a lot of people. Is he really dead? I don't know. There's a lot of people that are dead. Yeah, well, uh, there's actually more people that are dead than uh, that are alive. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, there is. That's that's a it's a it's a, it's a true statement. Anyway, okay. all right. Uh, David, go start with your first record. All right. So the first one I had on my list. So this isn't really an order, but like the first one I had on my list. Um, was Metallica Master of Puppets. Cause oh, my was God. Because like, that, that was the first Metallica record I ever heard, right? And then it was also yeah. um, a, a kid that I was... So, like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like, 80... God, probably... That was probably more like 90 or whatever. Like, you know, you hear stuff on the radio. Like, you might hear stuff from Injustice or, or whatever else, like, yeah. every once in a while. But, like, I hadn't really heard a Metallica record. And then there was this... There was this kid in my uh, my art class in high in like uh, junior high that um, well we had a weird system where I grew up it was like intermediate high which is ninth grade but like uh, recorded a bunch of cassettes or whatever and and one of them was Metallica Master of Puppets uh, and on the back was Ride the Lightning and so it was just like I think you know, I had I fucking listen to that. Like I had that same yeah, thing too. Like, <laughs> like every every time I'd mow grass or like you know like <laughs> doing chores or whatever, that was always in my walkman. That's and awesome. So like, I know that, and, and 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 funny enough, like I never I never owned that record. Like I never actually owned it. I always had a dub of it, and then you know MP3s or whatever. But just recently, I bought it uh, on LP, like a reissue. Um, on that fucking Metallica label blackened or whatever. Cause it was like, yeah. I got, you know, a coupon or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I'll buy master of puppets finally after, you know, as a 39 year old adult, like that seems wow. like, a good you question. never even had it on CD. No, no. And I, and I have, I have like all the other ones. Like I remember buying like, uh, you know, shortly after buying injustice and buying ride the lightning on vinyl, and uh, and then I had to uh, kill them all on CD, but I never, for some reason, because I think it was just one of those things where it's just like, I've heard that record enough that I could, you know, yeah. probably sing every lyric and like fucking, you know, I know all the songs. Like, it's not that important that yeah. I, I have it right now. But uh, but yeah, no, that was that was by far like the thing I probably listened to the most um, as far as music that was like formative, aside from just like shit, you know, pop music or whatever else. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny that you have that record in there and, and, and what you said about it, because it's also on my list. Um, it was the first Metallica record that I heard. And I also didn't own a copy of it until maybe four or five years ago. I actually bought like an original first pressing of it, but not oh, yeah. as in like, oh, I'm looking for a pristine first. I just, I happened to have been in Austria and I was in, in a, in a store and they had it and I bought it. And then later I found out that it was actually the original, the first one. 
um, in oh, Europe, right. which didn't come out on Electra there. It came out in, um, I think, like... Um, so, like, EMI I don't know, one of those, like... like I, I think it was like under one flag or, uh, or music for the nations or something like that. I don't know. Whichever way. It's funny yeah. that you say that. But yeah, I, I, I didn't own it at all ever. I had a dubbed cassette of it. Yeah. And it didn't have anything on the other side. I do remember this because it was like the beginning of it until, until the side A ended. And then you would flip it. And then that song, that last song would start again. And then it would end. And I think <laughs> the last song is Orion. I can't remember that. The last song. No, the last song is Damage no, no, Incorporated. No, no, no. Oh, Damage yeah, yeah, Incorporated. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, and then there's like 15 minutes of just nothing. You'd have to go and fast forward to turn the cassette over to start it again. <laughs> so yeah, Master of Puppets also on my list. Um, Morris, you're next. Well, we can just round it out because I also had Master of Puppets on. Wow. My list. Woo! So yeah, it's the, that's the that's the slam dunk for tonight. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, I'm not even going to try to pretend like Master of Puppets is the first Metallica record or song or album that I, I heard, because it's not. Um, I'm trying to even remember when the first time I ever heard Metallica. I mean, maybe it had to have been... Give me one, give me two, give me five, 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 five. No. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish the first Metallica song I ever heard was Fuel. That would be so awesome. Is that what no, it was probably... <laughs> Do you remember... Do you remember the the big four at Yankee Stadium? That yeah. was the, that was the song course, where that course. was the song where I was just thinking about that show. Yeah, where we looked at each other whenever they started playing that. I remember we looked at each other, and I think everybody except Morris was just like, "We're done. We're good." <laughs> I left. It wasn't that song actually. Maybe was it, was it not Fuel? It may have been few. I got up and left. That was the final straw for Dan. Well, I mean, yeah. I, listen, that's the only time I've seen Metallica, and I was... I, I, I just, it's I, also I mean, the only time I've ever seen Metallica either, which is hilarious. Yeah, especially because <laughs> they were... Well, one we, of, picked, like, we waited the longest and just like the shittiest time to see them. It's great. Didn't we it's see per- uh, the face from, uh, from the Dream Theater there? Um, not Port... Wait, what was the name of the so drummer from Dream Theater? Portnoy? Yeah, I, Portnoy. I, I, Portnoy. Didn't, we, didn't we see him outside oh. Yankee Stadium? You know who we saw? I don't know if no. you were there. No, I totally but, don't remember. Did we see Richard Christie? No, we saw High Pitched Eric. Oh, shit. No, yes, what? we did. We saw High Pitched like, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he was like in that fucking weird uh, bar. Like, uh, Oh, my God. How could I forget that? Yes, I remember that. I remember I just, that. I just remember turning and being like, is that high pitch? Like, oh my God. <laughs> it was high pitch. Yeah. I like, I like how, how you had a moment of like wonder or like yeah. that for, for a second you had to think about that. Like who the fuck else would that be? There's only one human being on earth that looks like that. Like, can you see high pitch Eric? You know, it's high pitch Eric. Like there's no I mean, question that it's, it's him or not, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, um, that might've been better yeah. than seeing Metallica. Um, anyway i'm sorry all right so david thanks for cutting wait thanks thanks for cutting me off assholes (laughs) okay go ahead go ahead jackass no i don't have much to say i was just gonna say that i i don't remember exactly you know like what first metallica song i ever heard was it was probably i'm gonna guess it's either it's probably maybe one uh, watching Beavis and Butthead. Or, <laughs> oh my God! Beavis and Butthead introduced you to Metallica. 
I mean, dude, so much great music was introduced to me by watching Beavis and Butthead. Come on now. It was either that, honestly, it was probably either that because, um, or maybe Headbangers Ball or something. It was definitely either the earliest I possibly ever heard Metallica was definitely either Injustice for All, in which case it would have been one. That's the only yeah. song that we did a video for. Or it would have been Enric Sandman. I mean, which is horrible. But it makes sense because I am, I think I'm a couple of years younger than you guys. It would make yeah. sense that I probably, that would be, you know, because what, Black Album was what, 90, 91? So at that point, I was like 10, 11 or something like that. And I mean, Black Album is the first the first Metallica album I ever bought. I bought it on yeah. cassette. I remember, I remember making my dad drive me to the Wiz. You guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys know nobody beats the Wiz. Is that is that a strictly oh. Jersey? That was strictly maybe no, Jersey no, no. thing. No, I don't. Well, I know, I know the Wiz. Yeah, you know the Wiz. Well, yeah, they don't exist anymore. But you know, it was an electronic store and shit. That's where I bought a lot of my cassettes and CDs back in the day. But um, you know what I had? Though? Speaking what? of the Black Album. I had the Enter Sandman single. Ooh, I bet that's yeah, worth nothing, I, dude. I know, it, dude. It would be worth if I had it right now. It would be worth everything to me. I would it's, love it's, it. Uh, it's weird Jesus. because now you have an Enter Sandman tattoo. Yeah, I know. Little known fact: I actually traded the single for the tattoo with the tattoo artist. Oh, I think oh, it's. It's funny you they should won. say that because I have I have the, the the album cover of the black album tattooed on my arm. <laughs> oh nice. nice. I have I have the actual single tattooed. People always think it's just like a black square on my arm, but then I have to yeah. describe I have to explain to them that if you look really hard there's a little coiled up snake in the corner. Yeah. Well <laughs> l- let me let me let me do you one better. Have you heard about body Please. modification? Have um, you heard about body modification? I so I, I actually course. I have the single inserted into my inner thigh. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Yeah. You beat us, David. Yeah. You beat us. That's yeah. you, you had never, to. You had to one up me. The, 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 uh, the, yeah. the saddest. The saddest day is I can never play it ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very sad, but at least you have it with you. Mm. So am I ever going to be able to finish my uh, master? Yes, yes, story? yes. Yeah, finish. Uh, yeah, yeah, finish your story. All right, all right, all right. We, all right. we could talk about um, we could talk about Metallica this whole podcast, by the way. No, nah, let's not. Let's not. But no. you know, whatever. Just long story short, my I made my dad drive me to the Wiz, and you know, I'd saved up money. I, I bought the Black Album on cassette. And I think he heard me play it, or I made him play it in the car or something. And he was like, "What is this music?" He's like, "You're not allowed to listen to this." He's like, "Bring this back or whatever." I don't know. Oh, so wow. at that point, you know, I know, I know. Can you imagine like the black album, so evil and and bad, whatever <laughs> fuck that he thought it was? I but think your dad. I think your dad was doing you a favor. Like, dude, this music is way too shitty. Why don't I you know? I mean, looking back on it, looking back on it now. Exactly. Looking back on it now, I mean, I think he was trying to do me a favor. But you know, at the time, I was like, no, man, you're not going to stop me from listening to Metallica. <laughs> so I don't even know at some point, you know, I must have, I think I had like friends who had the earlier stuff on CD. And I think, um, I, you know what? I actually had a cassette, a friend of mine who loved me ride the lightning on cassette. And I remember having that. And it was like the similar thing where you were saying on your ride, the lightning.
and Justice for All, but Master of Puppets was just, for whatever reason, the one I bought, ended up buying, and that was just, like, the thing that I listened to. wrap my head around <laughs> concrete. I, wow. I just I, wow. I don't know. All right, anyway. You had to oh, be you had to you had to be in Jersey, man. You had to be uh, in Jersey. Apparently. Next record. It was you it was you and Rick for life at that show. So uh so at the uh to just go on a tangent, I, I think the one thing that's kind of funny <laughs> like, something we haven't done in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. At this at this rate it'll be a two hour show that nobody will fucking listen to. So the the <laughs> To go on a tangent, I think it's funny because, like, uh, Morris's um, story about the Black Album and his, like, you know, dad being like, or, you know, yeah. whatever, like, I'm not going to do this. Um, for some reason, that reminded me of when I was, so this was before Master of Puppets. I remember, for some reason, uh, there was an editorial in the paper where I grew up, which is Western Pennsylvania. There was this, like, uh, editorial that was talking about the lyrics to Blackened. Um, from Ann Justice and how it was like this like environmental song. And I remember, I think, God, I probably was like 11 or 12 or, or whatever at the time. And I remember uh, trying to make a justification because, you know, like as a kid, like you're, you're in the mall or whatever, you know, at the time there's Camelot music or whatever, and you're in the mall and you see like Iron Maiden shirts and you're just like, wow, that looks, you know, that looks crazy heavy and whatever else. And then you finally hear Iron Maiden and you're like, they're not crazy heavy at all. But like, um, <laughs> but you see, you see Eddie and you're just like, shit, that like, yeah, well, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Right. Cause it's a fucking skeleton. Right. And so I remember making a case, like a, like a justification to my mom 
that Metallica was like a serious band because they had this song about like the destruction of the environment. And I remember my mom was like, my mom, I, I was like, so, you know, of course, like they care about the environment. I think it's really important. I think you should take me to Camelot music so I can buy injustice for all. And I remember my mom just basically being like, no, like, no, that's not, we're not, we're not going to the mall at all. You're not buying that record. And I was just like, all right. And then, you know, like a year later or whatever, like some kid hands me a, a you know, a dupe cassette and all of a sudden I have Metallica. So, um, that's, that's a, that's wow. I mean, the, the, that's, the, that's, the, the plight that's admirable. of kids. That's admirable. Right. Yeah. Like I'm fucking given it. Like it was like, I'm just given like a master's, like a dissertation, dissertation. like, about, like why, <laughs> why, why blackened is, you know, this important milestone. And I love that though. That totally does remind me of like, that's so like of the era though, you know? Cause right. I mean, that's like a thing that would never happen now because you yeah, can just no. get anything at any moment. Like the fact that we had to like, you know, come up with these ridiculous stories or reasonings or, you know, I like convince our parents to just do like the dumbest shit, like drive us to the mall. We could buy a fucking ugly kid Joe cassette. Right. Right. That <laughs> actually, I had, a, um, you see my mom and my dad never gave a rat's ass. My brother and I went, we took the bus ourselves, went downtown. I mean, we're talking about, we were like eight and 12. Yeah. yeah. We took the bus by ourselves, downtown, crazy fucking neighborhoods to go to crazy underground record stores to be able to buy this crap. But I remember my dad once telling me, he came well, I guess and, you guys didn't have the whiz in Miami. No, no this was in Colombia when we still lived in Colombia. So, Ugh. but, um, so, uh, <laughs> no wonder at some point, at some point uh, my dad came into the room and was like, man, this, this music that you guys listen to, it's just, it's, this is, it's just noise. Like, this is not serious music. This is not a real music. <laughs> and then, and then I turned, and then I you read turned the lyrics that blackened. No, <laughs> no dad, they love the environment. Listen, it's even better than that. I told my dad about Exodus. And how they had a song <laughs> what? about child abuse. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. No. no. I think you were going to say, Dad, this band, they have a song about piranhas. <laughs> they don't have a song about tuna fish. They don't have a song about trout. <laughs> they have a song about piranhas. No, no, no. Yeah, I remember. I don't know. I don't remember what my dad said or did, but I'm sure he probably rolled his eyes and just walked out of the room thinking, my son is an idiot. Uh, He was right about that. (laughs) Sure was. All right. All right. Uh, Dude, we're almost halfway time wise. Oh, shit. One record. No, that's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, No, 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 no. We can can always come back. Is there a time limit? Come on. David. Yeah. So the so the second one the second one is the same kind of instance where it was the same dude or whatever like I gave thought me. You were gonna say the same. Metall- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Metallic Actually, Master number two on my list. Yeah. Number two on my list is Metallic yeah. Master Puppets. So 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 the next one isn't actually a band that I, I, I rarely listen to anymore because they just didn't resonate. But it was uh, it was important at the time. Was Anthrax with uh, Persistence of Time. Then, yeah. so it was like, so it was like, uh, one cassette was Master Puppets and Red Light, and the other one was uh, Persistence of Time, and uh, on the back was uh, Attack of the Killer Bees. Um, I don't know why there wasn't a better record than Attack of the Killer Bees on there, but uh, so, <laughs> so, 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 so Persistence of Time, even though I'm not, they, have, they play Pipeline in that, man. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, nobody uh, cares. Out of out of the out of the four, like I mean, Anthrax, like you know, if you're talking like the big four or whatever, you know, whatever it's termed, like Anthrax is probably my least favorite. But like, 
for some reason that record is again, you know, like one of those where you just like listen to it all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, so to that end, it was important, but I I don't know. I I mean, I don't think it's a last long thing. Yeah. Um, let me go with one myself. Now I'm going to go with Slayer, Raining Blood. Um, for me, that record, uh, I mean, besides the fact that I, from the moment that I was introduced to it, it just, it never, ever, it was, it wasn't farther away than six inches from my tape deck. It was always like, all right, let's go. And the way that I was introduced to it, though, is, and, um, one of my sister's boyfriend at the time was this dude who was older and super into Pink Floyd and like kind of cool. He had an earring and kind of like, a <laughs> and, you know, I thought his name was Alex. I thought he was the coolest dude. He likes the bee's Floyd, knees and he had a fucking, yeah, he earring. was really cool. He had an earring. Yeah, yeah. And he had like a mullet. Like, I was like, this guy is the fucking coolest ever. And he he would talk to us too, to my brother and I, which also awesome. Like, this dude talks to us. And now I'm thinking, I thought like the dude was so old. Now I'm thinking the dude is probably like 16 years old, 17 maybe. And one day he came, uh, rang the doorbell, and I was like, Mom, my sister's not home. And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm I'm here to see you guys. Um, uh, Have you guys ever heard of this band Slayer? And my brother and I were like, yeah, we've heard of them, but wow! if you guys give me 200 pesos, which at the time was like five bucks or 10 bucks or something like that, it, right? Because I, I need to, I, I need it. If you like lend it to me, then tomorrow I'll bring you a Slayer tape. And we were like, what? Yes. We gathered all our quarters, gave him the money. The next day he came back with a dubbed copy of Raining Blood on one side and Venom and Black Metal on the oh, other. Oh, that's and a good one. I mean, that's crazy, crazy though. That How does that even happen? Blue, blue are mine. I mean, I thought Slayer. I've n- obviously I had never heard anything faster. It's funny because within six months I was going to be listening to Cryptic Slaughter and Napalm Death. But yeah. I thought, holy shit, Slayer's the fucking. And I thought Venom, and I started like researching them, and wow, they were in everybody's like church list of never let your kids listen to this and <laughs> black metal. And- <laughs> Killing nuns and shit. I was like, these guys are for real evil. These guys are fucking evil. Satan. So, but it, a Slayer changed the way that I looked at music 100%. I, yeah. I thought, all right, now this is heavy. Yeah. Metallica. Like, I had, I thought Kiss was heavy. And then I was introduced <clears throat> to Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is heavy. And then I was introduced to Metallica. Metallica is heavy. And then I was introduced to Slayer. And I was like, Slayer. Yeah. And then Napalm Death came into the scene for me. And I was just like, all right, fuck everything else. Not even worth doing anything. Else. But all right. So, yeah, I mean, Raining Blood, it's, I, I love that record, obviously. It's a classic. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody out there that can't say that. If you've been, I mean, I've seen Slayer 13 times now. And I'm probably going to see him a 14th time later this year. And there's not another band other than Iron Maiden that I can say that I've enjoyed every single time I've seen them live. Like, I've, the last time that I, I, I saw them here... I actually got into the pit. The old man in the pit was me and I got my head bashed in and stuff. And he was like, fuck yeah, dude. How can you not? They were they actually, they were playing an Exodus cover. They were playing strike oh. of the beast. It was awesome. Doesn't what's his uh, name play with Slayer now? Gary Holt. Yeah. From Exodus. Holt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what they do. They, they, that's the tour. We saw them when we saw the, um, that big four tour. Yeah. Yeah. He was, was playing, he with, playing with them. Was with them? Right. That was the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. 
Because the guitar uh, that had the splatter, the blood splattered on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, what's his name? Because Hanneman had his like flesh eating disease or whatever yeah, he couldn't yeah. play. Yeah, oh. yeah, right before he died. Actually, that was right before he died. Yeah. Uh, rest, right, in, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, dude. All right, <laughs> um, Morris, what's your next one? Well, yeah, I mean, funny enough, we should say that uh, on the second one on my list is also Slayer, Rain and Blood. Ah. And um, again, I don't really remember how I must have found Slayer. I mean, it's funny to me because, you know, like, I don't know for you guys, you I guess you had like older friends or brothers or people you just knew like in yeah, your orbit I had, or somehow. I had an older brother that is four no. years younger than me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm just saying my like you. brother. No, no, no. Sure. I'm just saying, like, I, I had a boyfriend because the like introduced me to Iron Maiden was another like uh, boyfriend of my sister's from before. So yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. But I just I mean to say, like, if you're a certain age, if you're our age, you always have a story about like it. Always had to be like some dude or some person who was like older and cooler that showed you the way to like help you find these things because yeah, 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 yeah. at least you know at our age, obviously we all grew up before the internet existed. And before yeah. the internet existed, like, couldn't, I mean, at least for me, most of the time, depending where you lived, uh, you couldn't just, like, find a lot of the shit. You weren't just going to, like, stumble upon it. Somebody had yeah. to, like, show you it show you and it. you had yeah. to, like, seek it out, you know? Right. Um, so other than, like, what the most mainstream version of this stuff being, like, you know, Metallica Black Album, like, okay, that, at that point you find out about it because it's on MTV. Sure. But I mean, with stuff like Slayer or whatever... Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I remember there was like a guy that I knew. He was like, well, not, not, I always called him my cousin, but he's not technically my cousin. He was like the cousin of my godfather, whatever, or my go- um, godfather's son. Anyway, he was like a couple years older than me. And I remember like hanging out with him a couple times and he was this metalhead, you know, like long, probably the first person I ever met who actually was a metalhead. I mean, you know, long, even from when I was like, 12 this guy already had you know long black hair um long was listening to hair. metal yeah like beautiful, lo- luscious beautiful I, he still has long black hair exactly <laughs> and um his name is Corrado and um I actually just saw him not too long karate? ago karate Corrado like the like karate kid like the Volkswagen <laughs> oh like the Volkswagen <laughs> yeah the predecessor <laughs> it is man <laughs> The fucking the predecessor, the, uh, whoa, the car, whoa, whoa, whoa. the one that came after the Scirocco. My dad, my dad had a Scirocco growing up. The Scirocco was actually a really cool car. The car, the car that Volkswagen. Can we, can we stop for a second and just think about the fact that the name reference was a fucking Volkswagen? <laughs> No, 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 no. He wasn't named after a Volkswagen. I'm just saying. Oh, the Volkswagen was named after him. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, no, no. Oh, it, metalhead. The Volkswagen company was like, man, this metalhead is really cool. Let's name a car. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, so I remember, uh, I remember hanging out with Corrado one time, and he had um, – you know, he had a guitar and he was like playing his guitar, playing some riffs on it, whatever. And I remember he showed me he had Deicide's Once Upon a Cross on CD. Oh, I, re- yeah. I didn't even hear it. I just saw the album cover and I was like, yeah. holy shit. That is like the craziest 
most evil thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't even think I could, even if he had like put it on and press play, I would probably like, I would probably left the room because I'd have been like, that's too much. That's too much. I know, I know you're going to think I'm being an asshole for saying this, but we, my brother and I saw DSI live before their first record came out. We're so much cooler than that fucking dude with the long hair, bro. You saw uh, them. You saw them when Glenn Benton was still wearing chin pads. You saw Amen. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. I saw. I've seen DSI like maybe five times. The first three times I saw them, every time in Miami, yeah, he was totally still fucking yeah, wearing. Shit. God, God bless. God bless. Well, I don't cat. know where the story is going, so I'm gonna end it real quickly. All right. Uh, I feel like I must have found out. I must have found out about Slayer through that guy Carrado somehow, and eventually, you know, maybe some way, you know, found my way at the mall, flipping through records and whatever, and just saw Slayer's Rain and Blood, and was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And then just bought it, and then listened to it, and just like Dan, and pretty much, I'm sure every other human being that's ever bought that album, you know, promptly had my mind just blown into a million pieces when I heard it. It is really like the craziest. I mean, still to this day, it's it's definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. It's one of those records that like just never seems to age. Like, there's so many things that you know you can listen to now, like older records. I think um, even from just the '80s, '90s, whatever things that are, like you could still you still appreciate. You're like, okay, this is still like a good record. It might sound dated in some way. Like that record to me just always sounds like timeless and flawless. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's you know, just crazy for me. Raining blood was also really important because I was, I had a Walkman and I was listening to that tape that the guy made and I was in school and, uh, this dude came up to me and he was like, kind of like a bully in school, like a, like a, kind of like a badass guy, whatever. But he used to be in the track and field team with me. And he came up to me and goes, hey, what are you listening to, man? And I was like, oh, Slayer. He's like, oh, dude, you like metal? I didn't know you like metal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he actually not only introduced me to DRI, he actually gave me a DRI tape as well. Of course. At the time, they were, they were, they were his favorite band. And he, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, also same thing. He was like, dude, you got to check out these bands. Boom, 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 boom. And then once he found out that I was listening to Venom on the other side, he was like, forget it, you know. But then he introduced <laughs> Bozer. He introduced me to like a huge chunk of other dudes, like some of them that went to my school and a lot of them that didn't. And I started actually hanging out with metalheads. So then once you actually start hanging around with other people, then it becomes super easy because you just go to their house and you yeah, see. Oh, yeah, them. exactly. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. I never really yeah. like I pretty much had no friends growing up who listened to metal. I was like the only person like none of my friends ever liked metal, really. So. I was always just kind of like having wait, to find wait, wait, stuff wait. on my own. They didn't like metal, but they were your friends. Cause man, I, I know, I know, I know. Manowar says if you're not into metal, you are not my friend, buddy. I, I'm sorry. I, but I live my life. According I think, to, I think, the, I think the exact quote is if you're not a metal head, you might as well be dead. I mean, I agree with that. And trust me, I wish uh, looking back now, there's so many times I should have taken Manowar's advice in life. And I did. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, damn it. If I had just remained friends with Sirocco, like everything would have been, <laughs> everything would have been okay. With karate. <laughs> Caraco. Uh, Caracas. Caracas. Yeah. All right, David. Uh, El Clasico. Uh, so, so I guess, I guess the question I have, are we saying, they, named, they we, named this dude after a soccer game? Yeah, that's right. Um, 
So the question I have is, are we staying with metal or not? Because the next one veers from metal. Uh, just say it real quick if you have anything to say about it. No, we don't care. We don't care about anything oh, is it, not metal. Is this an, okay, fine. Whatever. I didn't know if this is an embarrassing secret. So uh, to, to Morris's point like about like uh, having access or whatever, like I didn't really... I mean, growing up in Western Pennsylvania, I didn't like have a shit ton of access to things, mostly because I grew up in, you know, rural, you know, bumfuck or whatever. But um, one of the cassettes like I bought like in high school, it was later. uh, It was uh, there was a record store in Pittsburgh called Ides, uh, which is still around. Yeah, I I was actually there last weekend. But it's much I don't know. It's you know, it's different now because. It's not the same, man. It's, yeah, not the same. it's not the same, you know. Uh, but uh, when I was younger, I, whenever I first got, you know, to drive, like at 16, you know, whatever, I remember uh, taking a trip to Pittsburgh and going to Ides and buying the cassette of uh, Youth of Today, We're Not In This Alone. Oh. Which, um, Why you know, did like, you pick that up, though? Because that's an interesting record to randomly pick up. So it yeah, wasn't, that's a pretty it wasn't, fucking random. It wasn't necessarily, yeah, it wasn't yeah, necessarily. It doesn't even look that cool or anything yeah it's just some dude with x's on his hands like holding yeah. his arm but like um so so where where i grew up uh in butler uh pennsylvania there was uh there was a band um and i feel like this happened a lot of places but like there was a band that was like a thrash metal band called silent thunder and then i ended up in high school becoming friends with all those kids and like through kind of a this kind of that path where it's like they listen to metal, you know, they listen to obituary and whatever else. And that's on Roadrunner. And then all of a sudden Roadrunner starts releasing like, you know, biohazard and, and whatever else that hardcore starts to get kind of infused into like, you know, the metal kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember the, the one kid I was friends with had can't close my eyes on cassette. Uh, and we, we would listen to it every once in a while, you know, like when we were hanging out. And I remember whenever we went down there or whenever I went to Ides, like, seeing youth of today and seeing we're not in this alone and being like, well, I'm going to buy the cassette. And I also did buy, they had a cassette of uh, can't close my eyes as well, which I got. And I still have both of those. But, um, you know, as far as like, you know, being a, I don't know if I would, I was necessarily like a metal kid or whatever, but like listening to metal. Cause at that point I'd heard like DSI and obituary and, you know, all those bands, but like hearing youth of today was like one of those moments where you're just like, well, you know, it's fucking like fast. It's, you know, angry. Yeah. It's got like, you know, uh, political lyrics or, you know, uh, I guess socially aware lyrics or whatever. Um, and that was one of those. But you like, could justify family. it to your mom. Yeah, I could justify <laughs> it to my mom. Which is funny because I, I, I remember much in the same way with fucking uh, Blackened, I remember talking to my mom about Straight Edge and I don't think she understood Straight Edge until like I was not Straight Edge. Shit. <laughs> I still, I still don't understand. <laughs> yeah, nobody. I just don't understand, man. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but that was again. That's one of those records where you're just like, you know, you hear it and you're just like, it's one of those like holy fuck moments where you're just like, all right, this band's pretty fucking awesome. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll listen to it. I, I, a, a friend of my brother's who actually is still a very good friend of both of us. Uh, he lives in Germany now, but uh, he brought us a tape once that said, "This is my cousin from California." who lives in California and he has a band and listened to it and we heard it and he was like, yeah, really good. It was obviously hardcore. But at the time, the only thing we could equate it to was DRI. We we're like, they kind of sound like DRI. Yeah. And we listened to this cassette and you should ask my brother, the story is even better if he tells it for years, we listened to this tape convinced that it was like a band from a friend's cousin 
And in reality, it was a mixtape of Youth of Today, <laughs> Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even all the same band. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me see. I have one non-metal band, non-metal one, but um, it's 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 a it's a band from Chile, a very political band from Chile. They're kind of like eighties, uh, like the Police, almost. Talk about the metal, metal, right? No, I'm talking about Los Prisioneros, but it was yes. super influential for me. They're, 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 they're an amazing band. They're really, really good. Lyrically, they're just the champs. And they were the first band that I ever respected that sang in Spanish, you know? So for me, it was, like, super important to, to, to see them. I mean, for me, it was, like, Los Prisioneros and Sepultura. Those were the only two things that South America had to offer. It was funny. I'd never heard of them until your brother introduced them to me. And I was actually listening to some podcasts recently and they did a whole story about them. I think it was oh, like an NPR yeah. thing. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Oh, no, no, no. I did. I have to, to find it and send it to you. They're, they're an amazing band. But um, all right. So, yeah, that was my non-metal one. Uh, so, Morris, tell us your non-metal one. Oh, God. Um, we'll laugh and move on. Oof. Uh, um, well, I guess I had probably a couple non-metal, that could be non-metal ones, but basically, yeah, you're going to laugh. I mean, but it's whatever. I, I, I put it down because, because I took that to be high school, you know, like influential, whatever albums when you're in high school, I put down Weezer's Blue Album because that was something that I just listened to nonstop with my friends in high school. That was like... Because like I said, you know, I, I obviously I, I loved metal. I listened to metal all the time, but really not none of my friends. I wasn't friends with anyone really that listened to metal. So whenever I listened to metal, it was like just me listening to metal like in my room or like maybe in my shitty, you know, odd shadow or whatever. Like I wasn't sitting around and listening to metal with my friends. But Weezer was just like that band, at least for me in high school, that like everybody or at least everyone I knew would kind of agree on. We all loved Weezer, and especially that first album. It was just like, you know, I don't know. Um, I mean, I still still listen to it every once in a while. Um, not like my favorite thing in the world anymore, but I still think it's a good record. It's just like a kind of like a perfect pop record. Uh, it's got some like kind of like a crunch to it. You know, it's got actually some like decent riffs. Um, I don't know. I've always loved pop music, so it makes sense that I would like that. And, um, I don't know. That was just something that I constantly listened to in high school with my friends. And it just, it's like very, uh, it was a very, it's a record that is like very specific in my mind and in my life to a specific time in my life. And at that point in my life, it was just like the soundtrack to everything. Basically. Are you, are you done? Are you done trying to, uh, redeem yourself? Is that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Dude, whatever. At least I wasn't like, Oh yeah. The green album or whatever the fuck. I don't know. What's the green album. It's yeah, like I don't know what whatever other shitty albums they put out afterwards. Oh, I don't know anything about that band at all. At all, but all right, uh, David. Next, <laughs> it was so dismissive. I don't know about that band. All right, next. Yeah, I don't no, know. I, I, I can't even make fun of them because I don't know anything about them at all. You might as well have been like, "Hey, there's this band called Paper, and you like them." I don't fuck. I don't know. Oh, anything. I all know right. they're a band, but I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, okay, so uh, next one again. Not not a metal band, but uh, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, public enemy. that's one of those. Go ahead. I think that public enemy in general, public enemy, the idea of public enemy was, yeah. was, was important to me. And uh, the idea that uh, like hip hop could be powerful and rebellious and stuff like that. Even though, I mean, I had fear of a black planet as well. I didn't really listen to it that much, but a cousin of mine, when we first, first moved to the U S told me that he went to see public enemy live. And oh, man. I was like, Oh my God, you didn't get stabbed. But yeah, no, he told me all everything about it. racist. There was like, whatever. Yeah, of course, dude, I was a freshman in high school. Of course I was racist. <laughs> and the Colombian. And, and the Colombian. And I mean, I and knew sure. like 10 words, 10 words in English. So yeah, no, oh, man. Um, so I, that, I that, that totally came from, I think, Attack of the Killer Bees, the public enemy. Oh, really? connection oh yeah. yeah dude that's the only time that's the only way i knew of of um like enemy is because of uh bring the noise you know the anthrax so, some might say that the best thing anthrax ever did for me was introduce me to public enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, that's probably a lot of people i mean like i said that's definitely the way i found out of what you know that's how i'm sure how i, I discovered say, public enemy. i would say the best thing that anthrax ever did for me was release dan lilacur so he can start nuclear assault Oh, well, there you go. I, I think you're the only person who thinks that. Ah, oh, come on, dude. Look at yourself. Oh, they're so good, though. I, I, so good. I like them. Yeah. All right. No. Uh, I'm going to go with one myself, which I'm sure that basically we don't need any need to talk about it at all. Yeah. It's uh, Iron Maiden Laugh After Death was the first Iron Maiden record I heard. Um, my Again, a, a boyfriend of my sister's. Um, had an Iron Maiden poster in his room and I don't know why I was in his apartment, but I saw that poster and I was just like staring at it. Like this is fucking crazy. And he was like, Oh, that's Iron Maiden, blah, blah, blah. Here's the record. You know, he gave me the, the, the gatefold double LP and was like, listen to it, man. And just, you know, just return it whenever. And I like how your sister exclusively dated metalhead. Like some some metalhead dudes. Uh, (laughs) She married the most unmetal dude ever. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I, 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 I had it up until then. I had only listened to Kiss and Quiet Riot. Mm. <laughs> and then Iron Maiden comes in. It was just Sorry. like my brother and I were like, what? And then she, the same guy lent us a uh, dubbed beta copy, like a Betamax copy. <laughs> death. And seeing these guys move, forget it. I mean, it was like beyond, beyond anything we could have thought of. So... We watched that tape until the fucking thing disintegrated. You know, the craziest, the craziest thing is like, I, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. I love Iron Maiden. I love listening to Iron Maiden, but like, I think live after death is by far like one of those records. that's just almost perfect because it's like, I, I think that as much as I love Iron Maiden recorded, it's still Iron Maiden live is still like, one of my favorite, like any time I've ever seen them, it's still like one of the best shows I've ever seen. I like they, ne- next, next to Rush, right? Like they're just like one of those bands. <laughs> <that are> like, <laughs> they're one of those bands that are like really good recorded, but then whenever you see them live, you're just like you know, and there's, I'll tell there's, you what. there's no match. And and they and know, live after death, it. live after death is like like the other ones, like a real live one and uh, all that other stuff. They're, they're fine. But like, man, live after death, there's something about yeah. that record. That's just like, yeah. I get that peak, you know, cause that's really yeah. like, that after peak, you know, but it's they like, know it's it. like I mean, every, know. every good song. I, and, no, and I'm not, it's, it's the way that it's recorded and yep. mixed 
and everything Bruce Dickinson says is just amazing. And yeah. they know that they're better life because they come out with a fucking live record every three years. <laughs> it's right up there. It's right up there with a live two as one of the greatest live albums of all time. Oh, shut the hell up. A live no, two. No, 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 um, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I think that that record is fucking perfection. And I'm actually getting the cover for uh, Life of the Death tattooed uh, in April. Mm. In April, yeah. Cool. yeah no, Next I, year, you ever have a black about, album tattoo? No, 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 no. My black album tattoo is on my other arm. Oh, yeah. okay. Plus, plus, you have to have some clear space around the black album tattoo. You can't infringe yeah, on it. Like it's yeah, basically yeah, like yeah, what you're yeah. gonna do. But but I will say, like, have you ever thought about getting uh, Eddie's face tattooed on your own face? Um, <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm just facial I'm tattoo. Just, I'm just saying, there's something there's something to be said for that. <laughs> wait, I thought wait. about getting Vic Rattlehead on my face. Oh. Listen, guys, uh, <laughs> just wear we blue blockers all, have... all the time, and you can just uh, have the skeletal. Uh, yeah. Listen, we only have um, we only have about like five minutes or whatever, so we're not gonna get through. To, so I don't want to go to another record, but just you know, let's remember where we left off because this is a good idea and a good way of getting conversation going. What happens um, if we hit the hour mark? Do we turn into pumpkins? Yes, we'll turn into pumpkins. No, just a, po- a podcast that is longer than an hour is. Believe me, I've been doing podcasts for a long, long time. You can see yeah. people start dropping off like flies after an hour. Uh, Nobody listens to more than an hour. I like that you're talking about the logistics of podcasts on a podcast. Yeah, so what you're trying to say is that if we go over an an hour, we're never going to get a MeUndies sponsorship. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. (laughs) We have to return all the money that the label gave us. No, listen. There's, I, I, I listen to a podcast about podcasts. <laughs> that sounds fucking horrible. That is fucking awesome. Dear um, God, why? No, 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 listen, since we have only about five minutes, I had a quick question to ask you guys that I just thought about with the, if when you had anywhere between 14 and 17 years old, if uh-huh. at the time you would have had the money and the capability and the balls to get a tattoo. Oh. Oh God. What would it be? I still don't have a tattoo. I know, but it, that doesn't really matter at the time. I'm sure at the time you thought about it. I mean, I, I wanted to get a tattoo so badly without even realizing what the fuck mm. I was thinking about, but it would have probably been Metallica logo. Yeah. Same here. Metallica logo yeah. across my back. It would have probably just been a Metallica logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's something I've seen, but I, I, I never heard them until like, God, I was probably like 1920 was, uh, was the fucking Sam Hain logo. Like the, Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Actually I've considered through the years getting the misfits skull, but. Uh, oh yeah. Well, uh, as if I, wait, so you mean not the Danzig skull, the Sam Hain skull? Yeah, which they're basically the same. They are slightly, they are slightly, they're, they're, they're slightly different. They are slightly different. But I always, I was like, you know, like I, I, I knew Danzig. Like I heard, like you know, Mother and you know, fucking, you know, uh, I'm the Wolf and shit like that. Uh, watch, the, watch, watch the fucking Danzig video. But like, um, there was there was something about Sam Hain because Sam Hain wasn't. Um, wasn't super accessible. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Like, I it was tougher to, it was tougher to find. Like the fucking I'm amazed Miss- that you knew who amazing that you knew who Sam Hain was when you were like 14 to 17 because I think of all the Danzig well, bands, 
Sam Hain was definitely the last of his bands I ever even heard. Oh, no, but they, they Dan gave us till Dan gave it, or, you know, till seventeen. I mean, I'm seventeen. Just saying, like, well, yeah, uh, not 16, that, 17, I mean, going to shows and you see people wearing fucking like Sam Hain three shirts or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, who is that fucking band? And, like, I, I mean, you guys were going to way cooler shows than me, I guess. Metallica, Metallica, like all the guys in Metallica wearing Sam Hain shirts. I remember that multiple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like seeing that, but I mean, honestly, I, you know, I got into Danzig first, obviously, you know, just hearing Mother, and then I after that seeking out the Misfits and it's and getting into the Misfits. Ah, uh, no, I mean, I like the Misfits. Honestly, it took me a little while to get into the Misfits because I don't know what I was expecting, but just you know, from listening, you just go to like listening to master of puppets and ride the lightning. And then you, you see Cliff Burton wearing misfit shirts all the time. And yeah. you're like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this band. What do they sound like? And they're, and then, and then you hear walk among us and you're like, Hmm, that's my first not, misfit record. I love this it. This is not what I expected. I mean, eventually, obviously I grew to love it, but it was yeah. just like, at first I didn't know what to expect. I know what you mean. It, I know it wasn't what I expected oh, to hear. But you know what? Actually, specifically oh. we're talking about tattoos, you know, specifically what tattoo I would have the Zorlac, like uh, skateboard, Metallica one that had the mm. skull with the eyeball in its mouth that Pusshead did. That uh, that is what I would have because I remember having that uh, in Thrasher magazine. And again, Thrasher magazine. The only yeah. reason I bought Thrasher magazine is because James Hetfield used to wear Thrasher magazine T-shirts, yeah. and I was like, I gotta find out about this magazine. So I went and got it. I was like, Yeah, I'm into skateboarding. And then I bought a skateboard, and then I tried to skate, and I suck to this day. Yeah. I can't skate worth a shit. But I looked like I could though. I had a fucking sweet board. <laughs> that's all that matter that that does remind me of uh also that would be awesome is the the fucking um damage incorporated uh puss head yeah drawing i had that t-shirt i had that t-shirt used to wear that all the time in high school (laughs) with the two bats like yeah with the barbed wire baseball bats oh so good Uh, i had that poster yeah Oh man, that's when Metallica was good. But anyway, Classic. all right, guys, let's call it a podcast. Uh, thank you guys very much, both of you, for for doing this. Everybody that stuck around, everybody that downloaded and listened, thank you very much as well. We will yeah. be back when we don't know. And, but- <laughs> In the next couple of weeks, when Morris gets out, I need to find my headphones. Uh, Yeah, and uh, and then we're gonna keep going with our with our list. So. Uh, we also have at the rate we're at the rate we're going in seventeen episodes, we'll finish exactly. <laughs> but that's well, the idea. Well, Basically, yeah, like four, five. I don't know. Well, we're, yeah. five. we're at we're at four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, four. Yeah. So anyway, um, oh yeah, and I mean that's the idea. We're gonna drink some beers and record this, and we're hoping that you're drinking some beers and listening to this. Unless you're driving, in which case, I hope you're drinking vodka and listening to this. Um, we encourage drinking and driving. This podcast. Yeah, somebody's driving in Morris's background there. Do you hear that? Homelessness. Either that homelessness or is not your, funny. It's just your heater moaning again. Is, uh, yeah. Like what that? Uh, metal metalinquisition.com. That's where the blog is. I want to put a post about the about the podcast if you have any comments questions or you want to tell us how much we suck you can comment on there metalinquisition.com all right the first okay. post in seven years by the way <laughs> <laughs> no 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 klaus posted uh late last year oh well there yeah. you go all right all, all right, right buddy you bitches shut the hell up because here comes the outro song
Oops, sorry. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Kule kule kule, kule pe kule ka kule ringo, nan de mo hoshi ga ru, kule kule takora.